Welcome to Straxidol, a world of water, wonder, and wacky adventures awaits you here. But like any good buccaneer, you best be prepared for what awaits ya. This live actual play podcast is recorded by friends on Discord and is published for fun and your listening pleasure. I am your host, Sunshine, and I will be your shipmaster for the evening. This tabletop game is currently being played using D&D's 5e rules in my own homebrew set. Since this is a live recording, some vulgar language may crop up during the course of our adventures, so listeners are advised to watch out for the language and adult themes that may arise from time to time. Avast, me hearties. It's time to see what the Undying Isles have in store for you. Enjoy. Alrighty, so at the end of the last session, we ended up at the in the Curious Wildebeest after an eventful kind of day. The main, the final thing that was noticed on the way to the inn, though, was the fact that this city does exist in kind of a weird, hey, this is a free city, we don't crack down on things, but we also, you know, may not, say, uh, make it. So, essentially, the short version is there is racism. Not, I wouldn't call it rampant throughout the city, it seems to be focused in dwarven areas, it's kind of leftovers from what was here before. And so, like, there were some strange looks. Uh, oddly enough, especially at, like, Gar and Krudak, who were running around the city. Well, that's because Gar's a giant conundrum. <laughs> yeah, giant. Wearing Vidar's family crest. Yep. And, uh, so after their adventure with Dakadaka, you know, they came back to the inn, met with everybody, and then dinner was had. And that's kind of where we left it off. So after, you know, the evening, everyone probably went up to their rooms to rest and stuff. It had been a long day. Um, there was, you know, some talk between Perry and Vidar and... The missing person poster. Yeah. And uh, also Calypso. They had they had Okay. So yeah, that's kind of what happened last time. I think it is dog food time. Yep. Okay, I think we got it. <laughs> All right. So, um, arrived, ventures, duck, duck, uh, something. A lot of stuff happened on the ship, and there was grumpiness, but that was like in the week before we got to the city. So the last session was all that jazz. I was like, okay, we, you know, here's all the tension that built up while we were traveling. Here's us getting here. And then some side adventures were had. Um, so the elves are trancing in the morning. There is some, some room for sparring if anyone wants to spar. Um, there is also the horse run and stable behind the inn mm -hmm. um so that is currently where emmy and lendra the stable hand is currently posted up with berg the horse at um, the run at the run yes okay and what are all the elves doing um Marilyn's probably outside going through his own morning routine you know, all the all the exercises yeah, needed. So calisthenics or like Yeah. And then like it's it's also possible he's found some because like he doesn't want to throw 
knives at like an actual tree, you know. Right. So he he'd probably find like some busted ass wood and clop it up somewhere. Target practice. Got it. Yes. Let's or like oh, string through. it, string it from branches oh. so it can so it can move. There we go. Okay, that'll work. Yes, I'm done now. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So yeah, what are Perry and Gar up to? Uh, Gar is just exercising. He's not, I mean, training-ish, but more and more, he's just like he's doing. Uh, he's doing a uh, handstand uh, push-ups gotcha. and other various forms of ridiculous calisthenics to keep his body uh, going because. Yeah, he's big, and he's strong, and he needs to keep that up. Uh, also normal morning stuff for Perry, so same sort of deal. Calisthenics, um, meditation, and then the only other thing that I would really add on is that um, writing lessons with Merowyn would continue, so yeah. they would they would pull you aside for like an hour <laughs> In order to do that and maybe go over um, uh, some of the navigation stuff. So they're, they're still going to be working on that. They have like the, the, the trainer's books with them. And they go mm-hmm. over that after they're done teaching Merowyn how to write. Or while Merowyn is writing. <laughs> going, going through sheets of paper. <laughs> exactly. Alright. So they're doing that. And then the rest of the party will get up. So Vitor. Calypso and Krudak will get up a little bit after that. So then, first thing in the morning, the um, you you got the name of the merchant, but nobody's figured out where he's hanging out. Oh, I thought a dude had pointed pointed it out or something. There was a sign that had his name and stuff. But oh no, that's right. Last night they they'd been talking, and then the guys were like, "Oh, well, those prices might be worth it to go there." Oh, for uh, yeah, they had been talking about Daka Daka shop. I'm talking yeah, about the uh, the Valen merchant who oh, okay. the lead the lead that was discovered by Calypso. Gotcha. Well, was given by the Rum Runners, but yes. Um. So yeah, there's the there's that stuff. There's the um, you know, missing persons poster thing, and then you know, general shenanigans about the city. So, who wants to do what? Whose turn is it to take care of the kids? <laughs> Rolly, I'm not it. I have um, parents to catch up with. See ya. <laughs> All right, Clipso's gone. Maron, you need to come with me to go see the shops. I owe you a frying pan, so come on. Uh. Yeah, well, I guess Gar is definitely taking those kids. Okay. Uh, and it's going to be uh, <laughs> going to be interesting, to say the least. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, Golto probably looks up to Gar because Golto's a half orc. So mm-hmm. He's like, oh yeah, you know, so, big buff dude. <laughs> Golto's probably pretty big for the kid. Vitor's actually going to step in and take Emmy. Because he wants to teach her a few things with the horse. Okie dokie. Awesome. So what are the other groups doing? Because I don't think that Perry has anything pressing besides, like, 
kind of staying under wraps because they just got told like oh man like you might be wanted or at least look like a wanted person um (laughs) (laughs) so they're like i guess i'll stay in uh yeah because the only other thing was the remember the lead you got was about the volan merchant and at the moment all you have is his name adelstein Right, and I'm probably not the best person to go around asking questions. That's true. However, you are in a Valen Inn. I mean, yeah, I guess I could I could do a little bit of research and start and ask some questions, just make sure that my hood is up real good. <laughs> yeah, this place, uh, you know, they don't they don't seem to to have any issues with you at all, and they're like, uh, are, you, "Are you cold, Master Elf?" Always. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah. Was... So, so we yeah, Perry will ask about. This. <laughs> Sorry, what was his name again? It like completely uh, yeah, slipped okay. out of my brain. That's why I wrote it down. I write things down in the, the world building <laughs> channel in my notes now. Yeah, because otherwise it would be totally lost. Well, you like um, literally just said it, and it just like. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, the merchant. So the merchant you're trying to find, his name is Adelstein. Adelstein. The, okay. Yeah. The the innkeeper here, his name is Erland. Okay. So yeah, I would start by asking Erland where Adelstein, if they've ever heard of Adelstein. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I heard of the man. What do you know about him? Well, tall man. Usually tries to. Speak loudly and gets his way, pretty much. Um, he's known to deal in all sorts of different treasures and such. So, the main thing is, uh, he does keep his promises, but I don't know if I would trust him to, uh, hold my sword, if you know what I mean. Got it. Any clue where he's staying? Is he in the city? He usually hangs out around the Black Gull down by the docks. The Black Gull? What kind of place is that? Is it like a bar? It's a tavern of sorts, yeah. It's a little oh, bit run down. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd be careful around there. I can take care of myself. Thanks, though. Well, if you do get down there, I'd talk to... Uh, the barkeep, Darian, he takes good care of his adventurers as long as you're loyal to him. Said Darian, I'll send him your regards. And he'll kind of nod and uh, go back to addressing like another client who's come up to try to book a room early in the morning. Um, who is not doing something? So Krudak and Merwin are going shopping. Vidar is going with one of the kids. Gar is going with the other kid. And Calypso ran off. Okay, so I'm going alone. Cool. Actually, I'll ask Hottis to come with me. Okay, that'll work. That'll work. Be like, yeah, I'll come along. As long as we don't run into uh, that weird harbor master by the docks. I don't know. That was a little weird, yeah. Uh, If he talks to you again or looks at you funny, just tell me. Or just like... Get my attention and I'll punch him. He won't even see me. We should probably also take Vigo with us. Just in case. He knows Valen's better than both of us. 
That's a good point. Yes, let's let's uh, squat up. So we go, and Hades will go with uh, Perry down to the dock. So let's rotate through. Yeah, yeah. Let's rotate through, and we'll we'll touch on everybody's story a little bit. So Calypso is off to see Polly and uh. Oh God, uh, Kurik. There it is. Yeah, (laughs) Polly and Kurik. Yeah. So. Um, they, they weren't staying at the Curious Wildebeest, but it's kind of in a central, like, central-ish location. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they probably are staying, if you, and I think I pinned the map of Torio, but further south near the middle river channel of the city, which is, uh, called Cold Crossing, that's probably near where they're staying. Yeah. And I'm sure that. You Correct. said they, they were saying it's a minor accordion. Yeah, the minor accordion. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, make your way over there and, uh, you know, get over to the bar, people having breakfast, and, you know. Uh, they're not down, like, eating with everybody. Mm-hmm. So you have to, like, go up and get them. Yep. But they usually you go up and knock on the door, right? Mm-hmm prepare myself yeah. to get completely bombarded by Polly. Oh yeah. Yeah, he is <laughs> overwhelmed with emotion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> overwhelmed. Oh my god. Da, 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 da. Why couldn't you just tell us we're not oh mad about you? Dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know, Calypso's just kind of like limp in his arms looking <laughs> over at Kirk like you couldn't prepare him at all in any capacity. Why did you do this to me, Dad? <laughs> you know. Yeah, just yeah. A I, just a ragdoll effect. <laughs> yeah, because right, Polly was the one who taught Calypso how to sword fight, right? Yeah, total badass, but totally emotional. We'll cry at anything, <laughs> but we'll also shred you of your pants with like a single swipe of his sword. Yeah, that's just the mentality. And then Kirk's yeah. the. Yeah, I'm the tough one, but really, is just a shady picket pocket. You know, pickpocketer. That's that's usually his thing. Yeah, he's just sassy pickpocketer who's into celebrities. Got it. Yes, Paulie is definitely a Terry's crew type. Terry Crews type would totally sing. Can't sing for the life of him. You know. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> that's the way I envision him. <laughs> so, yeah, you know. The emotions, of course, all the emotions, and you—you've got kind of like parrots not on your head now. Yeah, hey, yeah, and then I'm getting fussed over. Yeah, I—I I can envision all of that. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> so just you know, for simple terms, even I know that Kirk would have probably lightly mentioned it, um, but I would pretty much do the same rundown with yeah. with him about you know I got a crew, and you know first mate. No, I am not with Vidar, Dad. Um, you know, emphasizing all of that, giving him the tea, and then I would actually um, inquire <laughs> about. Um, good Lord, even my brain just kind of totally dipped. Durin, Dur- no worries. Is it, the, about the merchant that, that we're about our lead. Yeah, yeah. Adelstein. Your lead yeah. is okay. for the merchant so, Adelstein. I'll ask about Adelstein, given the fact that my dads are uh, merchants. 
that uh, actively <laughs> yeah. deal in <laughs> totally legal trade. No. No. Nothing under know. the table whatsoever. I actually did put the name in world building Maybe. if you want to like take a look okay. at it. It's uh, it's A-D-A-L S-T-E-I Oh, there it two is. Okay. N's. Yeah. I got it. Adelstein, yeah. Adelstein, Adelstein. Yeah, they're totally yeah, legit. Yeah, they're totally legit. legit you spirits. know. Yeah, yeah. Here's all Let's the paper. Totally do with it. Yeah. Uh, Polly yeah, is a total crayon. Um. Uh, not oh, not oh, full yeah. not full oh, on no. carry. Be like, how dare you talk to my child? Don't ever talk to me or my son again. Very much. So like all dramatic. Icaric has to mediate. Got so it, that's the, they're very comical, <laughs> uh, very colorful, so to speak. Um. Yeah. Literally, yeah, Literally it's great, you know. So she would inquire and be like, "All right, yeah. I've got to deal with this guy." You know, obviously has no clue that Perry's like, "Haha, let's go." Um, what do you know about him? What's the the tea, so to speak? Who does he owe? <laughs> What's his faults? You know, all that fun stuff. Uh, well, they say he has some. Um, uh... Mm-hmm. Family connections. Um, if if you know my meaning there, you know the families that uh oh, help ew. run okay. certain cities. Well, I mean, at least he doesn't hang out with the dwarves, but you know. <laughs> um. So they have a code of honor, and they follow mm-hmm. it to the letter. You know, uh, which is fine if it. If he makes his promises, he will keep them. The trick is getting him to commit and make a promise. Okay. Commitment issues seems to follow a lot of people lately, but all right. More like he is very good at knowing where the lines are and how to read between them. So, you know, if you get him in in a deal, just make sure that it's it's written down so you can't, like, renege or anything. But, like... Uh, like, if he promised to pay for something, like, you know, I assume it's some sort of an adventuring thing, uh, he'll pay you, but he might not give you the full details about right. getting the thing that he so wants. So, what you're saying is to make sure I get it in writing, there's no loopholes for him to jump through, and I specify a time of payment? Ugh. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, uh, you know, keep an eye out around the people that he hangs out with, you might be able to leverage some of the uh, the people, especially uh, that that Darian down at the Black Gull. If he's down there, Darian won't let him pull any of his shit. So. Okay. Also, dads, the yeah. thing about the crown mm-hmm. doesn't leave. Obviously, I'm talking all of this in Eric Kroger. Oh, got it. So you're, you're well, telling them Craig about the crown but stuff, too. Polly, yeah. if he, he would have my head if I didn't tell oh, him. that's true. That's true. So. <laughs> right. And I can't yeah. let dad go yeah, on that's the, true. the figurative be like, bus here. I guess it would be. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And they'll, they'll say, no, 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 no. We know that, like, you know, we're not ones to out royalty traveling in the <laughs> secret or anything. No, don't worry, uh, Marilyn. Polly will not. He. 
Polly is very much that they're both secret keepers. They're they're I mean uh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> um they both seem to be the type and stop me if I'm wrong, where it's like if it's not our business, we don't really care. Yeah. Exactly. Like they're gonna keep okay. that knowledge like in the back of their head for like, okay, we might be able to no, use this later, favorite. but they're not gonna go telling everybody. No, when you make coffee, it should be a squawk. <laughs> right, in this case, because I'm speaking air croco. Assumably squawk. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, so, yeah, I would, you know, catch up with them, get those yeah. deets, and then um, try to pry myself away from Polly to be like, I got to go to work now. Okay, bye. Love you, dads. Yep. <laughs> um, and as you go down into the bar area, there is an Eric Copra playing. And, you know, this is a bar in kind of a mixed area in the city. Um but he's singing an Aarakocra, and there's a bunch of dwarves and, like, other people cheering and stuff. And you're pretty sure that they don't speak Aarakocra, because this dude is straight up <laughs> insulting, like, dwarves, like, real nice. bad in Aarakocra. And they're just loving it. They're like, oh, man, this song is great. Right. I wish I could understand what he was saying. I'll just say, keep it up in Aarakocra, and, like, <laughs> kind of give just... him, like, a chirp, and then keep walking. And kind of like smirk and chirp at you and play a bit louder <laughs> as you say that. <laughs> All right, and then yeah, I'll head off into All right. the general area and disappear. So, okay, are you heading off towards the towards the the black gold um, or back towards the, the inn? Head for um to kind of scout our lead, but. Maybe I will see that others are in that going in that direction okay. as well. So, cool. Uh, I will probably say that Perry, Hadith, yeah. and Vigo get there before you, but you'll probably yep. see them as soon as you yep. peek your head in. Okay. So, Perry, are you kind of bringing up the rear and letting Hadith and Vigo kind of lead the way? Yeah, definitely. Just like small figure. Cloaked. Mary's not that small. Eh, well, they're slight. Um. Then, yeah. Yeah. Compared so. to like the tall, fallen, semi pseudo barbarian dude, and you know, tall tiefling with horns. You know. Yeah, I definitely think that they're probably the least imposing. Hiding. <laughs> hiding. <laughs> hiding in their shadows. Yes, uh, they're def- they're definitely pretty good at not um, drawing too much attention to themselves anyway. So they're just kind of leaning into that a little bit more. Um, and yeah, they're 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 definitely following behind. Okay, so yeah, you're kind of wandering over. Um, you notice that, like, as you're going through, you know, the area of the stairs, passing White Heath, you're you're not seeing any of those weird signs you saw yesterday at least not until you get back towards the docks and you start seeing some Black. of the, the racial signs you know got it um, oh well nobody like points out anything to you or says hey you shouldn't be here or anything like that but there are like one or two establishments um if you're looking like way further down the road it appears that those establishments are kind of 
concentrated over near the Imperial Garrison, which totally makes sense because it's the dwarf area. Yeah, my interactions with dwarves so far have been so great. <laughs> um, okay, and then da, 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 hang on, pull up the maps. Let's yeah, the stairs is where the the thing is. This is not where the shops are, so I'm gonna move us back to the main big city map. And then for reference, number one is where the inn is. And I would say number five is where Calypso went. Number three is where the black skull is. And number four, so between four and five is where Dakadaka's shop is. So everybody's kind of heading in the same similar-ish direction. Um, Gar and Golto, where are you guys going? Uh, I'm going to convince Golto we're going to go get adventurers uh, certificates. From the adventure from the adventurers guild. I don't know if yeah. that's a real thing. If that is even a real thing, he Gar is just trying to hype him up so he can do his own uh, quick errand before he takes him out surfing. It's like, oh, that sounds. Do you think they have one of those here? It's a big enough city. They certainly got something. Yeah, and he's totally like hype and going with you and. He will totally ask you a couple questions about your, like, exercise routine and stuff. <laughs> he wants yeah, to be uh, buff like his uncles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, okay, so you probably want to head roll, towards... Roll, like, uh, some sort of... Uh, what's your roll? passive perception? Uh, passive perception is... I don't know how, how that would work with disadvantage. Technically, it's a 14. Um, yeah, that's true. Okay. Uh, but I, again, I'm in the city, so I've taken my goggles off, and I'm walking. It is daytime, uh, so everything is a washout for me. Like I don't see colors. I just see light, shades of black and white, mostly. Everything yeah, is and mostly white. Mostly white. You get to like the fountain that's kind of in the middle of this city area here and that's when you kind of finally see like a big old board that is listed there um similar to the board that calypso ran over like a little bulletin board slash bounty board um and it has a bunch of like postings and stuff on there um and and so like you can definitely like you're seeing that um there's like signs and postings of all sorts of things and uh can definitely start with that sure gar, gar will look, look uh look through so you start looking leafing th leafing through the little leaflets and things some of them do have the same contact information and then you manage to flip through and pull one and this one stands out to you because you recognize the person on this drawing? Oh, like, what? Like, clearly. Clearly. This is clearly Perry on the drawing. Doesn't no have the stuff on, on, on their arms, but uh, very clearly it looks like Perry, like, a couple days after you met him. Met him. Garble, look at the, look at, at uh, kind of give a knowing look to Golto and then just kind of stuff it into his back pocket 
and continue on like nothing uh, happened. I don't know if you need to have him roll a uh, uh, a deception check. Oh, that's going to be fantastic, a deception check. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, you he can tries- totally pull it off there. And then, but as you're pulling it off, and you don't know if they actually care about this, but as you're pulling it off, they're like, ah, you must be some kind of bounty hunter, am I right? And uh, you uh, who, turn around, who, and they, yeah, uh, who do I see? Oh, no. You turn around, and this big orc dude is standing behind you, and he, he kind of claps you on the back, and he's like, and is this your ward? Ah, you got a nice friend to look up to here. He's big and tall. Shoot, I wouldn't want to take him on in a fight. Orc dude is almost the same size as Gar. He's like a couple okay. inches shorter. He's like 6'4". Okay. I, I had to ask. Because <laughs> Gar is so fucking yeah. tall. Right, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just shy of 6'7". Um, uh, so yeah, I, Gar, Gar will be startled because he is so focused on... Uh, the uh on what's on the board that he jumps when he turns and he 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 looks a little embarrassed at first he's like thanks yeah just looking for uh some bounties to pick up uh any uh, that- notable, anything new that you anything new that you've uh people have been uh talking about well there's that Martian always trying to hire adventurers to do some sort of shenanigans, but I would say that the most interesting piece here, and he'll kind of point at a uh, at a sign, and he says, "Is this one?" And it says, "You know, it's a bounty, and it's uh, looking for adventurers to take care of a harpy problem across the way of." Um, so not not on Toria, but on the other side of the island. Apparently, there's a harpy problem on one of the ports. So he's like, "That's the most interesting, man. Especially when you can't fly and you're fighting against creatures that can't. Ooh, you got to plan out real smart." Oh, you just throw things at him. I have a couple of friends that I think would work well for that. <laughs> Good man. Well, if you ever need anything. My name's Tog. Tog, I'm Odrin. What was that again? Did you say your name was Odrin? Bodrin. Oh, Bodrin. Sure. I don't know. Never understood elf names myself. But then again, I have plenty of friends with even other names amongst us. Uh, if you... Care to call on me, you know, I'll be over at the Mercenaries Guild. And he'll point to a building that is kind of off and off the the big building that is off the edge of the um the center here. Uh he's like, How about I treat you and your friends to Oh shit. <laughs> he started just like <laughs> Oh shit. Yeah, that is actually in character. Gar will start Oh shit. Um I have to take a quick <laughs> trip. I will. How, how far are we from lunch? We got what an hour or two. I need to take a quick trip, and then I will meet you, gentlemen, for lunch. And 
first round's on me. <laughs> All right, man. Yeah, well, I'll be in the office, uh, you know, prowling around for some other good, good members. We'll see. And uh, Gar-, Gar will, after they separate from him, he take their leave. He he will turn to Golter's like, let's join the Mercenaries Guild, yeah. Uh, as long as like we don't mess up anything with the captain and stuff, we still got a ship, you know. Sure, but we want to get we want to take on bounties, don't we? Got to go hunt stuff. Oh yeah, and, yeah, we can totally do that. We can totally do that. And so yeah, Gar Gar will uh, run to the ship and pick up uh, fifty gold. Okay. Uh, he'll pick up no. hundred gold. He, he okay. He'll pick up. He, he'll pick up hundred gold. He's 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 not too sure how much things are gonna cost. Yeah, yeah. He will. It's the elves with the. Oh, it's fine. Fine. <laughs> It'll be fine. And uh, hmm. Uh, he will. He will. Uh, say. Did Golto get some clothes from the tailor at the previous port? No, he got hired at the previous port, so he does not, you know, he's dressed in whatever he's dressed in. Yeah, he would have been close of of his own that he will will take Golto and get him a a beginning adventurer's kit and a set of, I don't know if we would say nice clothes, but new clothes. I would say he'd probably spend a gold piece on everything. So like okay. the, the clothes were maybe a, maybe a silver at the most. Sounds like a plan. Like you something okay. pre-made and then just t- immediately taken in. Yeah, something that pre-made that they can quickly tailor. Yeah, yeah. And then and then they will go to the go back they to will the go guild. back to the to the adventurers guild. And it, it, is it like a is it like an office building or is it does it have like a tavern in the bottom floor kind of area it's got like a, a barracks and a um a, oh, it's got i forget front. the word okay. yeah it's kind of like you know you you walk right in there's like a little office space but then there's like a mess hall that's the word i was looking for there's like a mess hall and then like some rooms for sleeping in the back and then like uh there's a more administrative section in the front as well and you see people coming in to like you know do stuff. Uh, you see a couple people like bringing in some some like tied up people, and and you know they just kind of like hand them off and like okay. Da, da, da. And then like there's some like local authorities that are like also hanging out. Um, can tell because some of their garb is like matching the the city that you saw in the city center so some of that stuff there uh yeah gar Gar will step up to the to the front desk and uh ask uh so what what what's the details on becoming part of the mercenaries guild here well there's no membership dues as of such but if you don't turn in at least one bounty Every, you know, every year, then you're no longer a member. Uh, you can start becoming an affiliate member and non-members can take quests along with members. 
Um, if you want to, you know, stay in the barracks, it's, it's a small fee depending on, you know, your rate and rank. And she kind of goes through the basics with you. So basically, the more jobs you do, the higher you jobs you qualify for. And then the boards they put out are kind of like the low-level, entry-level jobs kind of thing. And, uh, you know, so anyone can take those, even if they're members or not. But they save some stuff for their members, and then they can be hired specifically. Yeah, they probably save the best ones for members. Yeah. Gar Gar will plink down a... uh a gold piece and say, put, put me and my ward here on, on as, uh, honorary members. Yeah, I can definitely add your name to the rolls. And she pulls out a piece of paper and names for the record. And yeah, he will, he will write in, uh, uh, Bodron and, uh, why, why did I lose his name already? Golto. Golto. Yeah. He'll write in Bodron and Golto. Okay. Okay. And so, yeah, he's like, uh, I met a, an orc gentleman who probably came in here maybe 20 minutes ago, and I offered him a drink. Where would you recommend I go to take him for a drink? Um, I mean, there's uh, plenty of places around here. Um, it depends on, you know, how far out you're trying to go. There's uh, some shiftier places down by the docks. There's some nicer places over in cold crossing um you know there's this there's this artist that plays uh he's an eric hooker he's really good he plays over at cold crossing that's a good you know at the minor accordion that's a good one uh, a little bit of a walk though so if you're trying to keep it short not quite there uh and then there's there's you know a variety of other ones uh down you know there's a big one that to the north is of course the curious wildebeest and and then uh you know there's then there's places to try to stay away from you know like uh, the black gold down by the dock gar, gar, gar will step out and kind of take a ask Alto, hey can you can take a scan of the of the courtyard here is there any kind of tavern or something uh, nearby that, that like i'm looking he's looking for something that's like next door or around the corner. Yeah. Let's see here. Let's see here. I lost the name already. I didn't type it down like I should have. What? Which one? The the orc that I met earlier. Oh, his name was just Tog. He, he didn't give you a last name. He did not give a last name. Tog, yeah. Um, there is a Across the way, uh, Golta will point out something that says uh, Nibbler's Sandwiches. Sounds like an excellent choice. And so, go across the way, go into uh, but Nibbler's. He, he, will go, he will go grab Tog and say, hey, grab your okay. crew. We're going to go go have a, a, have lunch at the, the sandwich shop just across the way. Uh, yeah, sure. Sure, let's... uh. We'll grab, uh, let's see, who we got here. Uh, yeah, we'll grab. And he'll kind of like, because he doesn't appear to like have people that he knows really nearby. He's like, oh, who am I grabbing from the office kind of thing, you know? Got it. Um, so he's grabbing an elf and a, um, and another orc. Uh, Gar, 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 we'll, we'll, we'll take a, uh, 
a significant look at the elf. Uh, the elf is a little slim, lighter skin. Um, if you're aware at all, you would probably wood call elf. them a wood, wood elf. Yeah, yeah wood elf. Gar 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 is aware of the wood elf. Yep, they are, yep, they yep. are uh, working with the, uh, the village. Yep, yep. So. Gar, Gar will kind of stare at the wood elf, and then he will he will uh, kind of lean in and, and stage whisper. What's it like living here? <laughs> in the free city? Well, lots of stuff going on all the time. I mean, absolutely all the time. Uh, well, you know, Todd here can tell you a little bit more. He's lived in the city longer than I have, you know. Um, but, you know, other than the Imperials hanging out in the corner, I swear, we we beat them back, you know. History tells us that they lost the free city, but they held on to the, you know, the garrison. We, we kind of let them, you know, police. They, they keep an eye out for, you know, anyone who would... Um, not just pillage and plunder, but uh, do some truly despicable things. So, you know, they at least do some some good. But yeah, they um they've been around for a while. Uh, other than that, there's this you know so many different neighborhoods and people, and you meet all sorts of people every single oh, day. It's I, cool. I met I met oh man I met Daka Daka. You met that. Oh man, I mean, I swear he's nuts, but he's got good shit in there. He's got good shit in there. But I, I was taken. I, I was after I met Daka Daka and and perused his goods. I was walking back to where I was staying, and I was kind of shocked to see some signs up in some windows. Oh, you saw the knife ear signs, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. There's not too many. Right up north, you know, you're you're staying what in the, in the, the near the stairs, right? Yeah, yeah, and you should be fine up there. It's mostly volans; they're chill, um, you know. But you, you get down to the docks, you get down near the garrison, you kind of get um some nasty old signs there. The funny thing is that they don't bother learning about other languages and cultures, man. So. Uh, you know, that's that's one way to tell good ones from the bad ones, right? So if they can speak more than just dwarven and common, then, uh, you know, you can totally do that. Uh, there's this, there's this Aarakocra. He plays over at the minor accordion. Hilarious. If you, if you want to learn language, learn that one, because that's the, the I swear, second the Duke... time someone has recommended the accordion. Well, they have really good music acts. It's kind of like a dive bar. They're classic, you know. Um, the uh, Well, they used to be. They renovated recently. I haven't been down there in a while. Um, so, you know, lots of different bards and music acts. And um, there was... Oh, I forget what their name. I think they call them the Land Sirens or something like that. I don't know. They had a weird name. Um, yeah, so a Gar band Gar was playing a there. Look on his face. The who what? I don't know. They had some weird name. Maybe it was like the Land Selkies or something like that. I don't know. And this this was a an establishment. No, it was a band. Band. I'm sorry. <laughs> band. Can you imagine? Oh. That's a funny name for a place. 
I I I hope they're for for their benefit. I hope they're in a different city right now. <laughs> Why you got someone who hates selkies or sirens or something? Oh yeah. Oh. Uh, I well, like you know some ones. interesting uh, people. I had, had a bad. Well, that's neither here nor there. I had a we had a bad interaction recently. With my crew. Ah, uh, okay. Disguised themselves as a sea elf. Saw her? Saw who? The rumor around here that there's some kind of weird sea witch going around. Riding yeah, on I, some I guess weird so. ship of the damned or something. Oh, no, no. Uh, she was... Well, there was no ship except for ours. Uh, it was strange to see a sea elf uh, waterlogged on driftwood. Wouldn't think that would be a thing. Um, they can, like, sleep underwater if they wanted to. Hell, they yeah. could probably walk all the way to the shore. Right? That's, that's why I was like, okay. Uh, there's this one uh, friend of mine. I think she, she likes to hang out at the, the Black Gulf for some reason. I don't know. Maybe she likes danger. Um, but, uh... But yeah, she's a. Her name is Muriel. If you ever run into her, she's a sassy little one. Uh, but yeah, like everything I know about sea elves, I know about from her. She's always telling me about their feats in the water and stuff. You said Muriel. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm gonna have to go have a drink at the Black Gold. Uh, yeah, Gar, Gar will uh, head over to the uh, sandwich shop, make purchases for everyone, uh, tell them you things. You go into the sandwich shop, and you're like, okay, Nibbler's sandwich, oh my, and you look up, because there is a dragonborn serving the sandwiches. Has Gar ever run into a dragonborn? Because it, it seems that they're kind of rare. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Gar, Gar, Considering Gar, he saw the kobolds and thought they were baby dragons, yeah. Uh, Gar, Gar, Gar is kind of uh, speechless for a moment. Uh, what kind of bread do you want? Uh, uh, I don't. Oh, I don't oh, got Gar, all day, elf. Sorry, sorry. And uh, he will pull out the what the the list that uh, of everyone else's uh, ordering. Say, like, you can start there. I will. Uh, uh, he Gar will quickly look at the. Um, at the menu and and start uh, trying to figure out what he wants, and then he'll order what Goldfoot wants. Okay. Yeah, uh, and the orders are pretty straightforward. It's basically like if you took Subway and transplanted it into the fantasy world. Right. Uh, how is there a line forming behind Gar at all? If there is a, a short, a short line, like not a, a huge line. line, but like you know, like there's a couple people. Um, the the one person behind you looks a little impatient, but the person behind them is definitely doing the same thing, trying to figure out what they want. Yeah, Gar 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 is going to wait until like the the crowd kind of carries out, <laughs> and, and Gar will then step up. And Gar's like, "I'm really sorry, uh, but you look really cool. <laughs> you must be new here. I'm new everywhere." Really? 
Well, that's fun to hear. Where are you from? Um, gosh. One of those towns that doesn't even have a name, huh? You must be oh, from oh, some oh, rural oh, place. Oh, my town has a name, but you won't know it. Uh, what down down about Solrai, Solaris? Where are you from? I'm looking. Please, technically Solaris, by the way. Uh, Kulas. <laughs> Kulas is the the city. Solaris is the continent. So yeah. Yeah, Solaris. You... Kulas. Eh? Uh, yeah, a a a, a uh, fishing village near Kulas. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. We get down there every now and then. Uh, one of my friends runs a uh, alchemist shop. <sighs> well, you know, my friends call me Nibbler. My name's Kordak. Kordak. But uh, yeah, you can call me Nibbler. That's fine. Hog and all these guys that come in here for lunch pretty regularly. So, you know. so any any relation to the to the? I think they're called kobolds. Uh, no. Okay. I mean, we both we both got scales, but that's where the similarities kind of end. I mean, yeah, they're, uh, they're... some of them used to work for us, you know, like back in the day. Uh, a lot of them live on like little islands and kind of keep to themselves. Well, I will let you get back to your work, Korda. Uh, uh, I have to go have a drink. Uh, <laughs> All right, man. So yeah. Uh, Gar, Gar will let, make his way out and uh, walk across, back across the uh, uh, opening, and uh, he will drop off the sandwiches with Tog and company. And, uh, and you'll he head will, down to the gold. He will, well? he will wave. He will wave, his, and then he'll turn to uh, Volto and be and and ask him. Where, so, where do you want to go? Um, I mean. Is there like a a dojo or like a training place around here? Like we can we can totally like go do that, or you can you can like teach me a little bit more on how to surf and stuff, or or you know we can do whatever, man. I don't surfing, really surfing surfing we can do, okay. and he will lead Golto back. He'll drop off Golto's stuff on the ship. He will uh actually go down to the docks mm-hmm. and and. Uh, See if he could find anyone selling. Uh, I don't know if surfboards would be much of a thing, uh, but he'll look for someone who might be selling a surfboard somewhere along the dock here, along the pier. There, there are probably like some smaller, like uh, wakeboard type things. Okay, I mean, hey, it, that'll fit Golto so much better than the longboard. Yeah, uh, I mean, because this is like a a tropical area, right? So they're they're more about the water sports than like they were down south, you know. So yeah, uh, so yeah, Gar Gar and and Golto, he he will purchase a he will purchase a a board for Golto, and they will go back to the ship and they will uh, head head out directly from the pier. They'll head out. towards uh the beach that looks like it's on the outside edge of the city i don't know if we're the docks on the two side or a docks on the three side of the city uh but we will but gar and gar will have bolto paddleboard his way over uh to the east the outside of the city 
and play in the surf there for an hour or so before heading to the Black Gull. So yeah, you can move on to somebody else. I am yep. content. Okay, so let's do Prudak and Merwin are heading to shop. And I'm guessing you guys are heading for Daka Daka's first? Or where um, are you heading? Yeah. Prudak owes me a pan. Oh yeah, it was, no, it was pots, pots and pans. It was a... a we're going to the chef's place. Yeah. Okay, give me an investigation roll. Okay, going to roll, but I'm going to cast Guidance on myself to give myself a d4. What am I casting again? It's just an investigation. Okay, I was like, wait, hold on. What button do I gotta click? Yeah, just that's an a, investigation. That's a 9, and I'm gonna roll the d4. Yeah, that's a 1. That's a 10. That's well, Marilyn got a 14, so that's much better. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, he, uh, he only has a plus one, but, but higher roll, so oh, that yeah. worked out. We got a 13. <laughs> higher than 10! Yep. So, uh, I mean, it takes you a bit as you're kind of heading down towards the different shop areas. You end up kind of There's overshooting one. where you need to go, and you end up in... Uh, what is called Which one? Perception? Huh? It was Investigation. Okay, that's uh, 13, yeah. That's uh, plus 3 Investigation. Okay, still, still, Marilyn beat you by 1. <laughs> you win. Uh, yep, you win. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, it isn't until you get to Pig Rock, which like, the slang kind of throws you off a little bit. It- but but Krudak, you can definitely like you smell the scent of like coal and iron and fires, and you realize what why they called it that. Um, because you know, as you know, before you make steel, you gotta make iron and pig iron. So that's why they call this place Pig Rock because there's a lot of like melting and different things going on here. Um, Marilyn's not concerned with what it's called. It's yeah. just like people are weird, whatever. Rolls yeah. with it. And uh so you get to this area and that's when Marilyn sort of you know spots a little small manifest and uh a sign that appears to be indicating some like knives and cutlery and different things and you arrive at a a small store that um that appears to sell all sorts of different like kitchenware pots and pans and all sorts of things. Okay, well Marilyn would probably immediately go for the pan that looks the most like the one Krudak fucked fucked up. <laughs> okay. And be grumbling about having to season it again. Excuse me, sir. Or madam, that's over the counter here. Can you help us find this specific pan? And I show the pan. Without, with the indent. So, oh, without yeah. the indent, please. You show the pan. Um, and at first you're like, okay, this must be an old man who's a little short sitting. sitting. But then the, the gnome hops down from the stool. <laughs> and walks around, picks up the big old pan, and kind of hands it to you two. Hands it to who? 
to either of you, whoever's closer to him when he uh Oh, okay. So so they're handing a, a new pan. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Merwin's not going to let Krudak touch this one. <laughs> it's like you already fucked up one of mine. Not again. Hey, it's Dwarven Rule number 13. If somebody talks shit about you and your party member, you have the right and obligation to hit them in the back of the head with a frying pan. Merwin's going to stab him in the chest with said fry, like, poke him in the chest with the frying pan. Like, not with my pants. Ah. Get your own. The the shopkeep, as soon as Kredak mentions, like, 13 rule, he's like, you don't. You look like a dwarf, but you don't sound like a dwarf. I don't, that doesn't sound right. Slow turn to the shopkeep. Little gnome who is now back on the... Look down for once. <laughs> yep. Little gnome's looking up at you. Um, I mean, I deal with a lot of dwarves in my line of work, you know? Like, lots of them need to get cutlery for the barracks and all that jazz. You know, whatever. But, like, None of them are speaking about Rule 13 and stuff. It's all common knowledge for when you want to deal with in the Forge. Huh. Don't I'll worry about it. my friend down at the Forge. Oh, I'm going to worry about it. Merwin's going to look at Krudak and be like, are you just making bullshit up so you can smack people? No. Here. Huh. It's actually a real rule. As I pull out the old leathery book and flip it around, if you want to make a perception on it, Feel free. Merwin is still learning Dwarven script. <laughs> at least how well, to write in, it. Like, as, so, in, as in just to take a look at the notebook itself. Well, no, I'm because Aquin is written in Dwarven, so he's trying to read it like it's Aquin. So he's he is confused as fuck right now. Yeah. Also, you have to remember, Merwin's exposure to, like, literary things is not the same as everybody else's. He will just sort of take it as, okay, that's a notebook. Pretty much. Yeah. Like, he can he can read Aquin just fine. That's why he's having a hard time with the actual, like, dwarvish script. Yeah. And then he's, he's kind of figured um... A little bit out about common because you know he sees words and people say the words and it's like oh okay so yeah I guess no that's a net one okay okay it just looks like a regular can... book yeah you can intend he notices you trying to squint so hardly and stuff and then he assists you with this so if you want to roll with advantage again well I was gonna no. say it's also remember like. Anyone can choose to intentionally fail a role at any point for the story. Yep. You know. Just to realize this, he he's just as you're looking closer, he realizes that you're failing, so he shanes at a different angle. And you notice a much younger dwarf face imprint in the back of the book. Oh he won't mention that. He's he's And then he look and then he points to himself like Yeah. Marilyn's oblivious. He's he is gonna look at you and be like, your Aquan sucks. Yeah. Well, I tried joining your class, but you kind of slammed the door on me, that thing. Probably wasn't you were brooding, so... Anyways. No. That was, uh... That was the other one. 
That was the other one. That was the Perry well, was teaching Merwin, and and yeah. Well, so far Perry is the only one who actually knows Merwin can't write. Yeah, that's because, true as well. Because he's figured out that everyone else apparently can just fine. So so he's he's been like very closed lipped about his writing lessons. He's he's just gonna hand the notebook back and be like. Uh, nope, those those the lessons are private. Uh, thanks. Yep. Okay. Well, that was weird. Here, you want to join me and talk? You. Huh? The gnome. What did he say? What did he say? He was like, just commenting on Merwin. He's like, I like him. Your boots are cool, though. Kicks at Grudex boots. Thanks. Custom made. Marilyn's just like you why why do you like me? He's not he's not used to people liking him. I mean you're passionate about like your pans and stuff. You don't want other people to like you know, mess with them. I like that. Passionate people. Oh. That's why I started this business, you know? Okay. Yeah, no, I had it was perfectly seasoned. And then he went and smashed Perry's face with it and he broke my pan. You know, you could you could still do a lot with a broken pan, honestly. It's not broken, it just has a light indent on it. See? You could see the reflection when he leaned forward. Uh-huh. Marilyn's I just don't. like, you fucked up my pan. That my it, cousin that does the, re- the repairs, you know, I just I just sell the Oh, this is potential a... gift idea number page 62. Uh, but yeah, I mean... I, I can't tell you if it's, like, fixable or not. It doesn't look too bad, but what do I know? Everyone's like, either way, I can't cook on it, and and it was... They put it in the water with the soap. I mean, you, you can use soap, but you can't use too much soap, and that's the problem. Everybody dumps it in, like, this whole thing. But, like, if you just, like, rinse it a little bit, like, dunk it once and dry it real good, then I think you won't lose the seasoning. Yeah, of course, but like, help get the grease off and stuff. But, yeah, but if they like let it soak in the water, but yeah, you can't let it soak, man. So many rusted pans I've had to throw away. Wife just leaves them in the sink. No, yeah, no, the dent in it makes it more of 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 a bunt pan. <laughs> Perry face shaped bunt cakes. Somewhere Perry sneezes and it's like, I don't like that. <laughs> uh, five silver, please. I lay down the five silver. You need a receipt? Nah, he's probably going to season it on the way out. Well, I just meant for like the quartermaster's logs and stuff. Like, you know, Merwin, Merwin looks at Crudex like, I can't season it without a fire. So that has to wait. Thank you for replacing my pan. Uh, you're welcome. You know, I, I actually did get hit once. We'll take Mer- the receipt anyways. Um, Merwin's just gonna be like, you probably deserved to get hit. Oh yeah, I was young and I got smacked in the head with the same booklet I just showed you right in there. I was trying to show you my indate of what my young face looked like. How, how thick is the, is the, is the notebook? Uh, the notebook is pretty thick. As in, like, it is a leather, it is a real leather back, reinforced 
notebook and not the stenchy ones that you could draw. Like I'm talking law and order kind of like, like thick law book level. Thump. Yeah. The, you can feel the racism and paperwork in there. Feel the what? It's thick with a lot of like words and laws and things in it. Oh, okay. Which, you know, Merwin can't understand because he thinks it's poorly written Aquan. Yep. Uh, you guys looking for anything else? Can I, can I help you or, or should I like go help whenever another customer finally walks? Well, these are, these are probably, um, like kitchen knives and stuff. Merwin's still, still good on those. Yep, it's all kitchenware. Kitchen knives, pots, so, and pans, and spoons. So, Merwin's Mar- going to think about it for a sec and go, nope, I'm good. Do you all have right. any oven mitts? Uh, yeah, there's some leather mitts over by the front. And possibly some fancy, uh, what, uh, tea kettles? Tea cozies? Uh, maybe. I can check the back. Well, I meant, like, the kettle. Oh, you want like a kettle? Okay, hang on. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Oh yeah, he, he, he already broke one of my pans. He can't. He can't touch any else of anything else of my stuff. Okay, fine then. Follow me, and the little gnome will lead you around to the areas that he pointed out. Tea kettles. We got brass and bronze and iron. Gonna need something a little bit durable. You're gonna want the iron. It's all right. How much were the iron ones? It's pretty good. Uh, let's see. Well, the pan was what five silver, so I would say these guys are a little bit more, so eight silver a pop. Well, yeah, because they they would also have to be cast differently too. Yep, yep, yep. So yeah, we'll we'll round up and we'll say a ten silver piece. All right, I'll take two. I pull down 20 silver. I'll just kind of like take down. He's been making notes on this little paper notebook that he's got. And then he'll wander over towards like oven mitts. And they're they're like mostly like iron. They're not iron. Leather is what I'm thinking that they're like. Yeah, those those would end up being best for heat protection. Yeah. Honestly, Merwin would probably just use a couple squares of leather, like when he needs to grab the hot pans and stuff. Yep. For you, special two for one deal. Two for one silver. Sounds good. All right. And he pulls out, let's see, two for one deal for the kettles? No. No, the the kettles are ten each. Two for That's one for for the oven mitts. Oven mitts, yeah. Protection, yeah. Two for one for the oven mitts, yeah. Killer deal on the oven mitts. I guess he's having a sale on them. All right, I'm gonna grab. Uh, I'm gonna grab two of them, so it'll be two silver. No, two. Four. <laughs> oh, for four, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can grab four of them. Yeah, because no they come in pairs. Yep. 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 Two silver for four. Anything else? Oh, no, that's just about it right around here. Um, I would ask, um, 
Uh, do you have any, any like expired blades or anything like that? I know it's a stupid question, but you know, kind of something that you just have to get rid of. <laughs> We're in a pig rock. Anytime I need to get rid of those, it's then my neighbors take them. They repurpose all sorts of stuff, man. Anything huh. and everything they can get their hands on. You know, they're, well, you sound like a craftsman. I'm guessing you're probably a craftsman, too. I just, you know. Yeah, a little bit. They take stuff, they take the scraps. I don't mind, you know. It gets recycled, gets turned into something else. That's kind of cool. I do commissions, so, eh. Ah, okay, you are a craftsman. Okay, that makes sense. And then he will lean a little bit towards Marilyn and be like, Craftsmen have kind of a weird way of thinking, okay? So, I've don't, noticed. Don't get He's mad at this guy. Weird. He can probably whip up, like, some amazing things. But, like, you know, he's got a personality. We appreciate that. And he'll kind of nod and, like, shake his head towards Did Strudak. I hear any of yeah, that? I totally hear all of this. <laughs> oh, my God. The weirdo calling the dwarf weird. Weird little gnome who runs a kitchen shop, yep. Well, no, I'm talking yeah. about when he's the weirdo. Oh, yeah. Box in the lower left hand says, Crudoc will remember this. He's <laughs> been here for a while. He's an older gentleman, and he's, like, definitely, like, ah, artist. Like, he apparently, without even seeing your craftsmanship, did say, hey, I'm betting this guy can make some really cool shit, but also called you, like, an artist and like had a, a quote unquote personality. So uh, ups and downs. This guy looks cool as hell, but he's just weird as fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Anyway, uh, Mar- Marilyn's gonna thank the gnome for his time and then I guess not um, try to move on because I'm guessing Krudak wants to go to the scraps people next door. Yeah, while we're going over right next door, I'm going to ask Marilyn, what was happening on the ship between you and Perry? I thought you guys talked about that already on the ship. Yeah. Uh, No, I talked to Perry about that. About it with Perry. But not Marilyn. Trying to get the other side of the story. All right. Yep, exactly. Marilyn is currently hugging his new pan to his chest. Um... And he's, like, looking around, I guess, like, at the people. If there are people out, because it is pretty early still, I'm I'm guessing. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not quite lunchtime yet, but there are, there are definitely yeah. some people coming and going. Um, you know, lots of, like, smiths kind of, you know, the sound of hammers, you know, a couple smiths walking back and forth. Uh, people people or- opening up. Yeah, one or two people going into recently opened shops and coming out with items and yeah. stuff, but um, yeah. So Marilyn's just going to be like, it was most likely a misunderstanding. We're fine. Oh, okay. He's going to look at you still slightly confused and stuff. It was like, you kind of really struck a nerve. And, well, please, for the love of God, don't, like, Try to talk it out next time. 
God. Otherwise, there's going to be another matching set somewhere. Merwin's just going to to He proceeds to walk. Merwin's going to glare at Krudak. Like, you touch any more of my pans and I'm gutting you like a fish. <laughs> I'll even bring you the knife set for it. Krudak's got zero fucks right now. <laughs> All right. Mer- so- Merwin's remembering conversations about crazy people with um with the, the ladies at the previous port, you know, in, in the brothel about how some people get off on weird things. Yeah. And yeah. like so Merwin's gonna like actively take a step away from Krudak. I think Krudak was oh, already come walking on. You towards can't the sound- next area. Oh come on, you can't send sarcasm there. What's sarcasm? I was, oh, you I was literally poor sweet innocent that. child. He he now has dead serious like eight Ghost face, like, oh no. <laughs> yep. And with that, we will jump over to Perry, Hadis, and Vigo at the Black Gull. So, Vigo will sort of open the door for Hadis and, like, you know, let her through. And then, you know, keeps holding Perry the door. Just slinks in afterwards. <laughs> And you walk into this rundown tavern uh, that is filled with all manner of of people. The barkeep you can see as you walk in is a a um, tallish, dark skinned human. Uh, he's he's kind of you know imposing. He's got kind of a shaved head. I'm actually going to throw his photo into the world building chat. Oh, so you can see. Yes, I did. I did the thing where I had photos generated of people. So there is the barkeep. Oh, he's hot. <laughs> um, and then in uh, in towards the rear of it, you can see a a Volan man who is likely your merchant hanging out in the back. Why are they hot? Why are they hot? <laughs> um, there are also a couple other people hanging out here um, that just sort of strike your strike your 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 visuals. Uh, there is an elf who is kind of telling a tale and laughing with some people. Um, she is another sea elf, uh, and then Hadis sees him first. There is a tiefling kind of hanging out. In the back, it is not the same one that works the docks. I was just about to ask. <laughs> but he does not look like someone necessarily to hang out with. This dude looks sinister hot. What the hell? Uh, yeah, and most people seem to give him kind of a wide berth. So they're not really sitting near him. The only person who comes around is a, is a barmaid who, like, you know, we'll swap his drinks whenever he's done. And then uh, there are a couple other people. Uh, there's a bard. Uh, she's a wood elf who's currently playing. Just a, a simple, soft, jaunty tune. And there appears to be a dwarf that the other people actually like. He's interacting with some like elves and other races and stuff. And like, you know, 
Seems to be chill. So, you enter the bar. Barkeep's there. Your merchant appears to be in the back. And, uh, you know, as soon as you get through the door, you will be like, well, I know where this Adelstein is. I still feel like I should go give my regards to the barkeep, because I said I would do that. Um, do you want anything to drink, Vigo? Hottest? I can get it while I'm up there. And Vigo will take a mead, and Hottest is like, oh, um, I don't want anything too heavy. Um, can you see if they have some sort of, like, mild drink, or maybe some juice or something? So nothing alcoholic? Mm, I want to keep my wits about me for a bit. Alright, you got it. Perry will go over to... His name was Darian? Darian, yes. Yeah. I wrote it down, but I wanted to make sure. Okay, so yeah, hey, we'll go up to Darian and kind of give him the whole, like, one arm, one hand up greeting. That's the awkward preteen, I don't know what I'm doing, greeting. And then they'll be like, uh, hi, um, just came... From the other tavern, Erland was there. He said to give you his regards. Uh, that's what I'm doing. Hi. <laughs> Good Erland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Met a lot of people in my day. Oh yeah, like any anything interesting? Any interesting people? Plenty of adventurers, if that's what you're wondering. Oh, got a little bit of a soft spot for people who can travel the world, you know, I injured myself in the Sultan's service a little bit, so but Sorry to hear that Um So that guy over there, and Perry will like gesture at Alston mm-hmm. Do you know anything about him? I heard he's looking for some adventurers Oh yeah, he's definitely doing that um, I had a couple people come in, but I don't know if anyone has taken him on it yet. I mean, he's done it before. He uh, asked for adventurers to help him recover relics or, you know. You know what he's asking for this time? Relic related for sure, because otherwise he would have had the job hired out already. Got it. Hmm. Okay. Well, we might end up talking to him, but in the meantime, could I get a couple drinks, some juice, maybe, if you have something uh, for the lady over there, and then a mead, and um, maybe like some uh, more juice, I guess, for me. Yeah, you know, I think what I can do is I'm going to mix up my recipe for a local specialty. We call it, uh, oh gosh, now I got to think of a drink name. Oh, there we go. There is, in fact, a fantasy drink name generator. Let's go. Okay. I think if I mix up the juice for a white ticker, but I don't put any rum in it, I think you'll like it. Yeah, that sounds great, because, yeah, uh, alcohol in me just... I'd rather not. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's coconut and pineapple and a little bit of lime. Oh yeah, that sounds that sounds good. That sounds really refreshing. Yeah. So, and then they'll just like wait there, like awkwardly staring while <laughs> he makes the drinks. So, yeah, no problem. 
know, go around making drinks. And uh, at this time, someone is uh is like starting to like you know get a little rowdy, you know, in the back, and and you know they're starting to shove a little bit. And Darian will be like one, you know, hold up a finger as if to, to say like one moment. And step forward out from behind the bar. You can see this this guy is kind of big. Um, and step court kind of like almost between them. And they kind of look up at him and stop. And he's like, take it outside. And then go back to behind the bar to like to make stuff. Perry's like, that's cool. That's cool that you get people to listen to you. Most people don't listen to me, even though I have. I say the things that are most smart. Yep, nailed it. <laughs> You look like a man more of action than of words. Honestly, if I could solve all of my problems by punching them, I would I would do that, but that's not how the world works usually. <laughs> a good elf. I think you'd get along with Miral over there. Oh yeah? Uh maybe I'll go over there then. Uh possibly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean you you're at least both sea elves, that's some place to start. I mean yeah. Uh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's how you start a conversation with someone, is you have something in common. Yes, that sounds... I'm going to go deliver these drinks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you you want, uh, we can make up a round, and uh, I can have you bring it over to her. Oh, it, yeah, actually. that That would be a good way to... Yeah, yeah, I could do that. Alright. And he mixes up a drink and, you know, you kind of pick it up and you, you smell kind of the scent of roses as you as he kind of hands it to you and he's like like, if you try that one later it's a little deceptive. We call that one a rose horn. What's in it? Uh, rose water, which is where we get the scent but also uh, rum and some, uh, ball and ale as well oh i feel like calypso would probably like that maybe i'll take one of those Massive to go and go to leave <laughs> <laughs> no, oh wait this... you're there <laughs> <laughs> she will be showing up shortly oh yes <laughs> but like, you, oh, you do get some time you know in this like mini mostly npc group uh, Vigo is kind of posted up on a table near Adelstein and is talking to some people. And so, you know, Hottis is, you know, sitting with a drink. And then, you know, as you bring her your stuff, like, hey, do you have a plan of attack to maybe talk to some patrons or anything? Um, me? Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm good at that. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, uh, I'm going to take some drinks over to the, the sea elf over there. Um, and oh, then I learned, smart. yeah, so that I'll get to know them, maybe. And then the other thing is that our potential uh, adult scene over there, um, I, I did learn that he's, he's like... Uh, his job is probably about some sort of relics was pro and a lot of people, a couple of people, a few people have already declined his offer. So I anticipate it's probably pretty dangerous. <sighs> people are declining. Yeah. Well, hopefully it's not as dangerous as the last one. <laughs> I mean, 
Yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, but yeah, I guess I'll get started talking to the sea elf over there, and maybe you and Vigo could talk about the other dude. I don't think that that Valen dude is going to respect me, um, I'm going to be honest with you, but he'll respect Vigo, so maybe Vigo should do the talking. Yeah, I mean, that's that's probably a good idea. I mean, I see a, oh god, who's that over? And she'll kind of like gesture towards the, oh, that's not the same guy. Okay. Oh, no, no, yeah. No, I, if it was, I would have kicked him out. I would have started a fight for you. <clears throat> yeah, well, we should probably steer clear of whoever he is, because uh, it doesn't seem like anyone else is hanging out with him. Yeah, I mean, I might go over there and see if I could eavesdrop a little bit on him after I introduce myself to, I think her name is Muriel, he just told me. Uh yeah, I'll try that first. I'll talk to the sea elf and see if she has any info. And then if nothing comes from that, I'll see if I can eavesdrop on him. I don't want to talk to him, but I can be pretty sneaky. That's fair enough. I'll keep an ear out and try to charm a few people and see. I thought I saw someone wearing uh, another symbol of Athena over there. So, you know, maybe I can get myself a free drink. Yeah. Oh, which reminds me, here is the juice. It's like pineapple, coconut, lime. Uh, yeah. Ooh, that sounds good. And she'll, like, just drop a couple silver on the table, like, paying you for paying for her drink. Oh, you don't have to do that. Yeah. Well, it's only fair. You got the round. You know, I can get the next one then. Yeah, let's do that. You just keep your silver and you can get the next one. <laughs> give it back to her. And then they're going to go over to give Vigo his drink and kind of say the same thing where it's like, okay, can you go talk to Aston or something? I think that you'd probably do a better job. I mean, I can come over there with you, but... I I might need you for, for backup in a bit, but uh, I'm keeping my ear out for a little while, see if anyone else comes in while we're waiting. I'll go talk to the... I have a round of drinks to deliver, so I'm going to go do that, and then I'll come back. Ah, carousing. Excellent. I re- I'm trying. I really wish Calypso were here, somebody else who is better at this than me, but that's fine. I'll do my best. <laughs> then they're going to walk off with the drinks. Yep, yep. <laughs> you walk up to uh, the CL, uh, who is, um, you know, leather armor, and apparently she's in the middle of telling, like, a story. And then she'll be like, and that's when the other ship attacked us. But, of course, I wasn't about to let them board. So we fired our, our uh, arrows over there. And we actually lit the sail on fire. And leaped over. And she kind of, like, dramatically leaps forward. And defeated all three of them single-handedly. Of course, that was only the three on the deck. The rest of them I had to defeat later. Uh, single-handedly, huh? Oh, sorry. Uh, I had a round of drinks for you. You must be new. You don't look like a a barback or anything. Oh, no, I definitely don't. I am a adventurer. I am, yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> Oh, yeah? Well, you must have some good stories, too. 
Uh, yeah, because I've been doing this for a long time, and I have plenty of stories. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I, I stole, uh, I stole a Valen Prince's birthday presents from his birthday name day celebration. <clears throat> stole them. <laughs> That sounds uh, like taking candy from a baby. It truly was. They are so so weak. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, also, uh, we ran we ran into a sea witch. Oh, you must yeah. be talking about that that sea witch, Captain, that ship of the dam that everyone's talking about. Well, you actually faced her, huh? Well, I don't. Yes. Yes, I, I did. With a couple you know, of you're my... not very good at telling stories. <laughs> well, that's because actions speak louder than words. So I don't need to tell the stories because I know they happened. And I was really cool. Oh, so you want to arm wrestle. I mean... Um... <laughs> uh... <laughs> No. <laughs> I mean, we could, but, like, I'd rather just, like, I don't know, I'm faster than I am strong. I bet I could run circles around you. <laughs> I'd take you on for a race. Yeah? You, you're you not afraid to lose in front of your friends? <laughs> oh, I'm never afraid to lose. It's one thing you should know about me. <laughs> Then yeah, I'll I'll totally race you. Uh, how? Where are we going? How fast? Where Where are we going? I mean, ah, <clears throat> uh, well, if you're talking now, we might as well just uh do a quick lap around the street. You know, come back, meet back at the front. Yeah, that sounds fair. Just a full lap around, no uh like cheating, no shortcuts or anything. We're taking the same route, right? Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoever gets back first. All right, let's do it. And uh, and she'll, uh, you know, be like, you know, set down her drink, have one of her friends like watch it for her, who and they will they will place like a coaster on top of it, and then uh, you know, lead your way outside. Hottest will look at you quizzically as you're kind of walking outside. Jerry uh, looks at Hottest and is like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know why I said this. I <laughs> like pure panic. <laughs> Now they're committed. <laughs> yep. Um, is guidance is a touch spell, right? I think That's so. On, is it? You get a plus D four on checks, right? Right. I think it's just on one check. Okay. Yeah, you touch one willing creature. Uh, once before the spell ends, the target can roll a D four and add the number rolled to an ability check. They can roll the die before or after. Okay, so yeah, she'll, she'll, you know, like, touch your hand as you're going by, and you kind of feel, like, a little bit more sense of security. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> They're like, no, she'll, thank you at her. Yeah. And she'll, you know, kind of chuckle, shake her head a little bit as you kind of duck out. Um... And so, yeah, I guess it's going to be in athletics. 
check here. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but Perry is fast. <laughs> I'm, I don't have a good strength modifier. <laughs> I mean, you uh, got plus three on your athletic. That's pretty decent. Yeah, let's do our best. <laughs> All right. Um, so it's a athletic check? Yep, 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 yep. This is just a straight shot, you know, you're kind of like running a laugh. Okay. And the D4. I one on the four, oh, no. a 13 on the die, so that's a 14 so plus okay. 17. Okay, that's not bad. Let me bust out my. It's okay. We got cheats. We got cheats, everyone. Don't worry. Uh, yeah. It's not cheating if the ability comes naturally. <laughs> it is just a skill that you have learned. <laughs> uh, and I have a walking speed I have a speed of 40 I don't know if that it's helps true. that will help them yeah <laughs> okay you got what a 14 uh plus 3 so 17 okay so, so yeah so uh she will you know she keeps pace with you for a while and then you kind of lose sight of her and then um and so you, you start, like, pulling away as you're kind of, like, going around the corner there. And then, um, Calypso. At this point, you're, you know, walking up to the Black Gull. And you walk in. And at the same time, a sea elf ducks in to the uh, bar as well. Just kind of, like, runs right past you. So, like, what? Almost bumped into you. Wait, did she get ahead of me? Somebody's inferring properly. Uh, no, you you did not see her overtake you. Look, at said sea elf. <laughs> Does this sea elf yeah, happen yeah. to be sea foam uh, green? I, I posted. Okay. No. Uh, she's she's a little bit. She's like pale with a tint, more like like a a baby bluish kind of. Okay. So Calypso is going to practice a moment of breathing and not trying to cut a bitch. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to scan scan the, uh, the tavern yeah. for any familiar faces. So walking in, you see Hottis kind of talking to someone at the bar, and she'll kind of wave at you. And then towards the back, you see Vigo, who is sitting mm. and talking with some other Volans. And then, of course, as you're scanning around, you see... The other people in the bar, the barkeep, the tall, dark-skinned human, Adelstein, who is, you know, in the back with his long blonde hair and furs. Um, and then there is, of course, a tiefling kind of in the corner by himself that no one seems to want to hang out with. Uh, there's a wood elf who is currently playing mm -hmm. a tune that you probably recognize. It's yeah. a standard bard fair, but she's, you know playing and doing stuff there and then there's a um a dwarf that actually seems to be interacting with you know people of various races and stuff which you know mm. you now realize is rather rare i should probably point out so that my tail and ears talked okay yeah yep, yep, yep. Uh, i figured they were i am going to touch base with 
uh, hottest real quick. Yep. And as you kind of walk over and 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 start to you know say hi to hottest, you turn and because she's kind of facing away, so you turn and you're looking back towards the door a little bit. And uh, Perry sprints in and is like, "I didn't. I won the." Why are you sitting down already to the elf that just ran in early? Oh. I'm pretty sure you cheated. That you had to have cheated. I never agreed to your no cheating rule. Oh. <sighs> you just, you know, the, the typical <laughs> meme with the hands on the hips. Calypso's doing that to Perry right now. What? <laughs> <laughs> Really? What, did, what do you mean, really? Come on. Just from <laughs> observational sake, did you challenge someone to a foot race I, in a city that you're not familiar with? Good job, yeah. buddy. You're great. <laughs> you know that. Big brain. So strong. I am proud no. of you. You're trying. You're trying really hard. I, so what's the? <laughs> and she's just smiling. <laughs> and just a little clap. I like your I... friend. She says to the other oh. seal. You're the one that uh, rushed past me in a one of us. No, you're, oh, you're forgiven. Sorry. Now that I realize who you're raising. <laughs> oh no, Not we're exactly plenty of friends. Of yours, That's huh? why I gotta give them shit. I know. We're right? best friends. Unfortunately. Anyway, don't, don't, mm. you know, let me take away from this interaction at all. I'm going to go catch up with some people. Perry, see me when you're done. Okay, thanks. Bye. I cannot you wait. You can to try. Hit you. Did so you see hard. what happened to the last guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, you're not. I'm not him, though. <laughs> that means you get hit harder. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this whole time the, the other feel <laughs> just kind of smiling and laughing I swear this girl thinks that just because she can hit a random deckhand she's able to hit the quartermaster of the ship I forgot to mention that I'm the first mate <laughs> you guys must yeah, be new yeah. to sailing and where you know hierarchy the hierarchy gets a little uh, messed up on our ship, where everyone is equal. Uh-huh, equal, sure. Calypso. <laughs> Go it's for it. Something at you. What are you gonna throw at me? <laughs> uh, they're gonna they're gonna purposefully oh, miss, okay. but they're gonna throw like a dart at you. <laughs> yeah. As you throw the dart, Darian, the barkeep from behind the bar, is gonna be like, "Hey." <laughs> Don't make me come over there. <laughs> I missed. Hey, you don't want to make this. a mess of the bar, though. I mean, come on, they work hard. Calypso, yeah, I, I do need yeah, your help. That's what I'm here for. Yep. Yeah, I don't even know how you knew to come here, honestly. But I am actually slightly thankful that you're here. Okay. Just come here. Come well, on. What over. are we doing? Are we near your new friend, or are we away? We're slightly away, I would assume okay, that cool. Vigo is not next to where Perry was trying to talk to Muriel. Uh, 
So Perry's gonna like lean over to you and kind of whisper and like, okay, well, so we found uh-huh. the dude. Adelstein is right over there. All right. Uh, it seems like he's got some sort of mission or something that a lot of people have already said no to yep. to collect some relic. Anyway, you know, if I go over there and try to talk to him about it, it's not going to yeah, go so, well. So uh, you do it. Planned on it. I was just kind of amused by your whole little ordeal. I was trying to make a friend, okay? Like, I, I'm sorry that I'm I not as good at that as you You didn't have to apologize. Just, I, I said I was proud of you for trying. I just, I personally wouldn't go I around. I feel... Hmm. And it was obvious that she cheated, so. Well, I'm... I, well, it was very obvious that she cheated. <laughs> like, <sighs> anyway, I don't, I, nobody has any morals. I mean... <sighs> I'm. You know what? We'll we'll have a conversation about that later. But uh, yeah. So I knew about <laughs> location, location, location because while you know everyone was deciding who was taking the kids, who took the kids? Uh, Vidar took the little right. one, and Gar took the big one. And with that, we'll take a short segue. Sorry to interrupt the conversation, but but uh, we. We can jump over to Vidar and Emmy. That's okay. So I know Vidar and Emmy were working on some uh, some stuff. They probably went over to the park area, like the big old park that's kind of in the middle of the city there. The most area with the most green here. You know? Um, I'm guessing there's going to be like lots of trees and stuff around as well. You know? A true slice of, of nature in the middle of a city. When they get there, he's going to take the saddle off of Berg and kind of toss it to the side and tell her, your first task is to get on the horse. And she'll say, well, that's easy. And almost with as if she's practiced and done this before, she kind of like reaches up and seems to talk to a little bit and kind of motions over to like the stirrups where she would normally like get up and uh Berg kind of kneels and puts his front paws down a little bit and she's able to get on like no problem impressive well yeah he's smart he's gonna walk over and take off his druidic necklace and hand it to her. Now, holding this, will him to go. Don't kick him. Don't lead him. Just feel where you want him to go. Uh, I can't tell him? Nope. But I don't... Okay, I'll try. And uh, then she proceeds to, you know, take the necklace and sort of holds it. For a little while, nothing happened. And then there appears, there's like a soft breeze that kind of goes by that picks up some leaves. And Berg kind of starts walking with determination forward towards some trees that are in the distance. And then they come back, and she looks expectantly at Vidar. Yeah, I thought so. 
You you, you like, like animals a lot, like more than most kids, don't you? Yeah. I mean, my mom says I get along with animals better than people sometimes. I want you to hang yeah. on to this amulet mm-hmm. and practice trying to talk to the animals without talking to them. Okay. Um, Mr. Vidar, it's almost lunchtime. Yeah, we can head back and get some lunch. And then as you head back and you get to the um you get to the, the bar the innkeeper will be like Oh uh, if you're looking for your friends, I think they all headed down to the black gull. Uh they're looking for that merchant Adelstein. Alright. Well, I guess we'll put Berg to bed, if you will. And then head down there, because I can't exactly leave the girl alone. Right. Thank you for listening to the Strax It All podcast. We appreciate you coming in and hanging out with us for this session of D&D Live Play. Um, if you enjoyed this podcast, please support us by giving us a like, follow, share on all platforms. Make sure you're uh, leaving us a review on iTunes or Spotify um, or Stitcher or however you get your podcasts. The show notes will contain the social media links for how you can find any of us involved with the podcast. And we would appreciate if you like us to follow along with those things as well. We hope to get on a regular schedule so that this podcast will post every couple weeks. Thank you, and join us next time for more Adventures in the Undying Isles.